welcome to issue number 156 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Tonight, we're talking about a blast from the past from our childhood as Winnie the Pooh and the gang returns with Disney's Christopher Robin. Oh, yeah. Don't get stuck in a tree just yet, friends. We have to see who's joining us this week. We have Dave the Bearded Menace. Yeah, I can't cast that here, Doc. TV's Casey. It's TV's dog meat to you. <laughs> the Bad Cody himself, Sergio. Welcome everybody to the Best Man Podcast in the world. Thank you to everyone who's listening on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on everywhere you listen to our podcast. Thank everyone who's been tuning in live to our Twitch stream and uh, just checking us out, liking us on all of our social media, hitting us up on Twitter. We uh, do this for fun and uh, we do this for you. Thanks, guys. And I'm going to be your host for the evening, Booster Greg. And if you're wondering, if you're listening to this after the fact, why I'm speaking in a funny accent and why everyone's making different references is because we're stuffed animals for the intro. If you would like to see more of these hijinks, remember to tune in, just like Sergio said, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time-ish, twitch.tv slash funky. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, gentlemen, animals down. What happened this Aww. week? What's going on? There's so much hit here. Uh, Casey, we had a new, we had a new trailer or something. Yeah, it's yeah. a brand new Dude, trailer, and who cares? Oh, I care. Absolutely, <laughs> oh I care. God. All right, well, God, look, there's Casey one hype so moment much, in so the Iron. Much. We're doing the Iron the show. Fist. There's more than one hype moment. Come on, Casey. There's one hype moment in this Iron Fist season two trailer, and it's Which that is... you get to see the half mask. The fucking mask. So let, let me tell you about this trailer. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. All right, you give me the rundown because I still. About my reactions in this trailer. So which, okay, which, which which trailer? I don't think we've we've clearly said. Oh what's going yes, on Iron Fist yes, season Casey. two. Yeah, we have the Iron Fist Netflix season two trailer, uh, flying right on in. So I was watching it, and he's got like a reverse half mask in the, like the first bit, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He's got the hood, and he's got like the silk fucking so Sub Zero. Mask going on, like covering his mouth, and uh, I was like, "What? This is not like this is a different thing that I wanted." And I was getting all fired up and ready to hate it. And they kept on showing me more and more good stuff. They have uh, Davos officially becoming the Steel Serpent, big ass back tattoo, back tattoo, red glow. You can already tell he's a bad guy who knows how to make a bad decision. (laughs) Then, then I was like, "All right, I'm getting more comfortable with this." And then they show them training back in Kunlun. And they're both wearing the uh, like the official Iron Fist mask. Dude, that was dope. I was like, holy crap. And I was like, this is what I've been fucking wanting this whole time. Like, this, this mask is super easy. And uh, they don't have them wearing it, like, out in the real world just yet. At least not in the trailer. But I'm confident that it'll make an yeah, appearance. It, it looks like it's they're doing, like, a Yappa Pie strap match before they decide yeah. who goes to see Sholau. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, before they kill the dragon and plunge their hand into his still molten heart hmm. to gain the power of the Iron Fist. Yeah. What Protective I'm, 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 I'm feeling en- like season Enemy of the hand. hand. You don't let Feel- me finish the full title. No, I can't. <laughs> it's too long. We don't have time it's for that. Too, it's too long. It's too long. It's only, it's only the first bit of the news. Um, I feel like they're having a theme of just fists with different abilities so you have iron fist you have davos davos's fist and then you have misty knight with the robot fist yeah <laughs> i just got done thinking that. i was like what is what, uh, well, what does his red fist do same thing gets, yeah it's, it's the same thing so as it's iron the same fist. As i think except that it's red it's like yeah. evil it's like the evil iron fist in the in the comics he gets his hand cut off and he could make it like an actual chi fist mm-hmm. oh shit it's still dope. the same thing but it's just like a cool glowy force hand yeah I wonder if it's going to happen here. I don't, I don't Probably. know. Missy Knight lost him, arm, It's like a so. lightsaber hand. Yeah, pretty much. Although I wonder if they don't want to get a reputation of being like the Netflix universe that like gets rid of people's hands. No. That's no. a phase two thing. Phase two. Phase two. Phase two. Uh, speaking of phase two and things that have uh, gone unfazed out in the world, Serge, you have some news on... Firing oh man, exclusive to uh, Variety, Disney stands firm on James Gunn not returning to Guardians of the Galaxy, although uh, they're still going to use his script, 
but they're going to find a new director. Apparently, the decision was being made after Gunn had a uh, a talk with the studio chairman Alan Horn, and apparently the the uh, meeting was just kind of like like a like a formality out of like respect, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, a kind of a, a closure setting sort of thing. So so they were pretty much like, all right, come in, let's talk about this. They're like, yeah, we're not hiring you back, bud. Um, but uh, thank you so long. Thanks for all the fish. We're going to use your script. Uh, GG. Bye bye. That's really shitty, too. Yeah, it it, is. it, it, it really is. Because like, if you think about, it, he poured his heart and soul yeah. into this, and and they definitely one hundred percent knew about his uh, "quote unquote" jokes. You, you had know, to say, say jokes in quotes because you know of people's taste or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, the, I mean, like the, the the Disney definitely vetted him, and they definitely knew about this, and because you know, like this whole thing came out, they're like, "All right, this is out in the open. This is too much. Uh, let's abruptly sever your contract and goodbye." And it's just like it's so shitty. Like, like, what the hell? I love Pixar, but John Lasseter blatantly sexually assaulted people, mm-hmm. and he got a six yeah, months suspension. I, I just, I'm just a guy who likes grabbing people. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> no, John Lasseter, bad. That's exactly. Bad. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, how many people are employed under underneath like uh, Disney and in the Marvel banner that have said some some crazy stuff like back in the day? I, and I also still, don't remember. And they're how still much... working there. You know yeah. what I mean, and yeah. especially for and especially for the fact that Disney itself has like legit racist ass like cartoons and shit. So yeah, they do. So all right, so we're gonna go back into James Gunn's past. We're gonna look at what he did. There's gonna be an an, an outcry, and we're gonna fire him for that. Okay, so can Disney fire itself for its legit like racist ass cartoons? Are we looking at Disney's past? Are we not going back right. that far? Like like how far back? And also are, like are with Disney, going? like their racist cartoons aren't that far back. They still had some weird fucking racist shit like in the nineties. Like yeah. you know, this is some of the songs they they but had like. like to be Aladdin. fair, though, Dave, the 90s was 30 years ago, 20 years ago. We're right, but still, like, in, in, <laughs> in, the scheme of things, in the scheme of things, it's not like they'd had this shit in the 1950s. It was in the 90s, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it wasn't, like, that far long ago. Sure, it was 30 years or so, but not that far long back. Yeah. I, I think I mean, a, a lot of people thought he kind of had a chance coming back, especially with Chris Hardwick resuming The Talking Dead and all that stuff. Yeah. So, like, exactly. still, still a mixed issue on that one. And with James Gunn, it's just, like... It's like he didn't do anything. He just said off-color shit. And again, the researcher was saying, like, how do you not know? He came from Troma Studios. He made Super as his last, like, recognizable anything even remotely close to a superhero film. Right. And and if someone who like did things can come back and get a job, I think that like you know, and I don't think it's unreasonable to give James Gunn like maybe like a slap on the wrist. Or something. Yeah, okay. ex- exactly. Don't so it's like, like a, so it's like, how far back are we going? And then now, yeah. are they checking every single actor on their Marvel roster? Like, what's what's going on here? I mean, I mean, well, what if it comes to light that you know, like, so somebody else like said something crazy, like like Chris Pratt? Yeah. You know, you're like star of the Guardians. You know, I'm not saying he did say anything, but what if he did say something five years ago, and it's on his Twitter, or it's on his Facebook? I mean, are you going to get rid of Star Lord? Well, I mean, like, like Aziz Ansari said they, shit too. Like, they they, like, they kind of can like some one of my friends point out like the Guardians of the Galaxy are is a roster of different heroes so they could literally get rid of the Guardians that we don't know of now if they wanted to and just have a whole new roster. We could finally get Nova. Not we could finally get Nova. Yeah, not all of them. They, they, they definitely because there was talk about uh, like oh would they replace uh, Dave Batista because he he outwardly like came out. I mean everybody else you know they made that joint statement together. Yeah, they've kind of said stuff. But Dave Batista is the one who's really been gunning for James Gunn. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's just like oh would they replace Drax after all this time? And and if they do, it's like it's like uh, you know what if you're sitting in the theater if people do go to see it and they're like oh that guy's definitely not. Drax, that's not Dave Batista, and especially people who aren't tuned into this stuff, they go to the theater and they're like, wait a minute, that's not the same guy. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. You know, it would have a, it would have a much different feel. I don't think they'll get rid of Drax, though, uh, mostly because a lot of, um, I think it was like autistic people came forward and said that they like really, really identify with Drax because of his inability to, you know, read a situation and how powerful it is. So if you get rid of that or replace that actor, that's a huge statement right there. Yeah. So, like, I I don't know what they'll do. And, like, I don't really trust anyone else with the property right now. Exactly. And that's the other thing, too, that they're like, oh, who can replace them? People are like, maybe Taiko Waititi, because he did such a good job with Thor Ragnarok, and he has a lot of good humor and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, like, the the, the Guardians is the way it is because of James Gunn, because of his heart and because of, you know, of his mind, and just because, you know, the way he, he made everything. 
and it's his t- exactly like yeah. it all comes from it all comes from, from from him you know this this whole like the look and the feel and everything because I mean a lot of things were ripped from the comics and he's he apparently he stayed faithful to some of it of course he took liberties because it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a cinematic retelling of the story mm. but it is the way it is because of his vision and, and no one could deny that you know and uh, even though uh, there weren't any reports of like Kevin Feige like being there uh, up to bat apparently he was out of town when this uh, this this meeting happened with James Gunn, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige is one of the guys like, hey man, uh, these movies are great because of him, so if we're not going to have him on board, we're going to pick somebody else, we need to pick someone who can kind of deliver this, but it's not going to feel the same, you know, and a lot of people are saying, well, I'm just not going to go see Guardians 3 now. Everyone's going to go see Guardians 3. Don't fucking kid yourself. Of course, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, people were, were, you know, oh, but, but, you know, boycott this thing, boycott that thing, but they still went ahead and saw whatever movie it was, or you know, like later on, like because yeah. nobody really fuck follows through with that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, look, like, wasn't there like a boycott Prime Day and like no yeah. one fucking did it? <laughs> yeah, no one did it. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that was happening, and I'm pretty sure I bought a lot of shit on boycott Prime Day. Oh yeah, there's supposed to be like a boycott like uh, Starbucks Day because of what happened, and like yeah. everyone still normally went to Starbucks. Yeah. They're like. They're like, I'm getting my fucking fix. Like, right? get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, if 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 I was James Gunn, like, it's 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 got to be hard. I mean, he's gonna d- get more work, but at the same time, I mean, just knowing they're using my script, I'd be like, nah, that's coming with me too, bro. Like, like I would fight for that. I'd be like, that's coming with me too. I mean, it'd be kind of hard to fight Disney. Yeah, right. But I'd be like, yeah, that's coming with me. You guys want to fire me? Then then I'm then I'm leaving. Like all of me is going. Like you can't use my script, dude. Like. Have fun trying to come up with a fucking script. GG. Yeah. But apparently... We, we haven't gotten the chance to really dive into it yet, but um, the Infinity War director's commentary has him in huge form as part of the sort of director's roundtable. Oh. Um, you know, the Russo brothers and a you know gathering of everybody else who's really involved. He had creative input on everything that the Guardians did in this movie. Every bit of dialogue, every decision they made, that sort of thing. So, you know, he was very much an integral part of, like, I don't know, what would you say, like 20% of the movie? Something oh, yeah, like yeah, because it was, it was, it was, I love that it was, it, to me, it was mainly like a Guardians movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, because mostly it t- t- took, uh, you know, took place in space, and the Guardians, like, really played a large role, like, throughout it, you know, because everything else was on the ground with the Avengers. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's a matter of, like, James Gunn being well off or anything like that. We see Rurutu, how you doing, buddy, in the chat saying he's getting ten million to walk away, and like that's fine. That's not what, that's fine, that's but, but it's not about. like like we're worried yeah. about a property that like we care about because of what James Gunn was able to like pour into it, and you could you can tell just by watching those movies that he's working through shit anyways, and that he's like evolving as a person just through the the writing and the dialogue. So I don't know. It, it's one of those things that just sucks, and you know it's not going to be the same. Hopefully, it'll be it'll be close to as good, or it'll they'll just take it in a completely different direction. Like I would have liked to see James Gunn get this one last movie, and then oh, yeah. any other Guardians movies that they do, they just revolve the cast around. They get a different director, so it just feels fresh. That would have been, I think, a, a good way to go about it. Um, speaking of advice about good ways to go about things and bad <laughs> advice on ways to not do things uh, movie pass has changed its uh, subscription service details yet again uh, so at this point now it's really <laughs> convoluted as opposed to before it was just 10 bucks yeah whatever movie you want we got you right and then it was all right, ten bucks, but like, like you just can't see re- like new releases. You have to wait a little bit. Yeah. And then it was like, well, you can only see a certain amount per week. And now, and then I'm sure there's more in there that I'm forgetting about. Uh, but now you're looking at this: is what you get, three movies a month, limited selections of movies and showtimes. So what it says uh, from their like official little statement thing, it says uh, during this transition period. Uh, MoviePass will offer up six films to choose from daily, including a selection of major studio first-run films and independent releases. Uh, in addition to showtime availability, may be limited depending on the popularity of the films on the app that particular day. So basically, um, so like uh, our good friend Rob over at Geek Generation couldn't see Christopher Robin until tomorrow. They just, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, a, a lot of people that fucking it, sucks. It really like. It's just going under real fast. They're they're hemorrhaging money. Uh, I was reading some articles that say that they're 
um, their lost profitability by like 99%. Since Whoa, jeez. Like they're fucking right there. Have they been delisted from the stock market yet? I don't know. They're getting. I heard once you go under fifty cents a share or something, you run the risk of no longer being a publicly traded company. I honestly have. I didn't look that far into it. Mostly because the stock market still confuses me. No matter how many times my dad tries to. <laughs> I don't it. understand it. I just we'll don't have to get ask. It. And I never we'll have will. To ask Mike, friend of the show, and that's who's deeply invested in that sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of boring to me. All I know is it has a ticker on CNN that goes over all the time, and if you leave it CNN on for too long, it'll burn it into your screen. <laughs> oh, Next boy. movie pass will just block you from seeing all movies. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to movie pass. All right, uh, there's the fucking door. Get the hell out of here. Thanks for the money, sucker. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think a big problem with it. Oh, yeah. sorry. I was gonna say a big problem with it too is that so many people have already committed for a year of it. Yeah, that, yeah. that's it. That's literally was gonna be what, what I say is people paid. They did that year deal where it's like really six bucks a month instead of like ten or whatever. Yeah, people are stuck now. Like they're yep. feeling um, lied to. They're feeling deceived. It's not a great way to run a business. Because I don't, I don't, I don't. Look, I'm not a legal guy. All right, <laughs> I didn't go to law school. I, I, I took wait, a wait, 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 wait. I don't have classes. what you call one of these law degrees. I don't. Yeah, I don't have one of these That's law degrees. That's literally the reason you're on the show, Casey. And now you're telling oh, me. Oh, jeez. Yeah, damn it, Casey. Oh, jeez. You. you had one no, job. Now well, I know what Disney feels like. Well, listen. <laughs> So <laughs> I feel like changing the terms of service when you've already agreed to a specific kind of format, pricing, availability of stuff. Yeah, there's there's some legal wiggle room there. Yeah. I feel like cases could be made. I'm thinking I'm I'm fixing for some lawsuits. Oh wait, are you subs are you subscribed to Movie Pass Casey? No, I, I'm not. Okay, but, so you, you but don't my, profit anyway. Oh, well, listen, my girlfriend is, and you know I I, I gotta uh, be there for her in spirit, uh, man. Boy Fight for her. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Well, you know, but I'm I'm really fixing, man. I want to see some some class action. I want some some more headlines about this, about people getting their goddamn money. Yeah, I mean, in the in the immortal words of Tom Cruise in what I believe is Mission Impossible, show me the money. Yes, that was, <laughs> really, that was That's it. definitely it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyways, fans are feeling or fans uh, subscribers are feeling deceived. Uh, looky lures are laughing hysterically. This, it, I think it's pretty safe to say that MoviePass is pretty much going to go under. Um, you know, it's funny. Like, as much as I love movies, I've never used MoviePass. Yeah, I just go on cheapo yeah, Tuesdays. I don't, I don't know. Like, and, fine. Right? Guys, yeah, I got to tell you, this and, AMC and I've never one known is rocking my goddamn world. I was thinking about that mm, one pretty hard. I fucking, it's so good. $20 a month, three movies, book seating, any kind of showing. Yeah. 3D, wiggly seats, smell-o-vision, you name it. <laughs> wiggly go seats. Get it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, around, around me, there's really no AMC. There's uh, Cinemark, so I just use uh, Fandango. Fandango. No. Doesn't, doesn't Regal have something, too, that they're doing? Or? No, I don't know. I don't know. I, th I think they have. Do they have their own thing? I think each company has their own individual sort of movie pass. I know Cinemark has its own like movie pass kind of thing. Okay. And then uh, mm -hmm. and then uh, with with Fandango, like you earn uh, points and stuff with uh, with with each movie you watch, and, and you can get like we have some pretty cool posters. Mm. Yeah, like, like I got a, like I got a pretty cool like a Black Panther poster, uh, Star Wars poster, and, and also like one of those those points I have too. Like like I saw uh, you know our main topic tonight, Christopher Robin, for like six bucks mm. on like a regular day. Hmm. Sweet gig. Yeah, yeah, because nice. like I was like, oh, like here's your rewards. I'm like, oh, I have rewards to collect. Here we go. They're six bucks. I was like, sweet. On like a regular day. Hmm. Nice. Yes. Uh, other things that are nice. Uh, Switch is getting another port. Yeah. And that port is called. It's a little game. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, a little game called Diablo, Diablo 3. Ah, oh, yes, friend. Stay a while. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, what they're saying is it's coming later this year. So, it's definitely 2018. <laughs> There's no official data on it. Uh, I was reading a, a couple of things that say it took them only nine months to port it to the Switch, which is kind of interesting. Well, I wonder if they just like threw the PC version on like MinSpec and was just like, yep, yeah, that's fine. Do that. Uh, it's going to have, it sounds like it's going to have all the features that Diablo 3 has currently, uh, as well as all of the downloadable content that's been released thus far. So you'll have um, Lost Souls, I think is what it's called, the first one. And of course, the Necromancer uh, DLC will be all included. Um, I didn't see a retail price. I'm going to assume it's 60 bucks, just because all the ports have been pretty much safe assumption. Safe assumption right there. Uh, what's, I'm, I'll get it. 
Okay. So the really thing, the really the wonderful, wonderful thing about the Switch that I like is the cartridges are so small, and I have this little cute carrying case for it that I don't have to worry about buying digital versus physical. I'll just buy physical because it costs the same. And like, it's not like I'm like trying to remote in from home with it, where I'm like stuck and I'm married to that disc until I get home to change it. I just pop it out in the fly. Also, it has that coating that makes it so if something eats it, it's like it's disgusting. I, I, I love, we, we were talking about that on the way up to to your wedding, like how we love how the Nintendo was like, all right, we need to put a coating on. Don't these little taste it. Nintendo Switch cartridges so people don't eat it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like so that's so like kind of silly, but it's invaluable to me who has animals that eat everything. Well, one animal specifically that eats oh, everything. Oh, true. Yeah. I haven't tested the Switch cartridge against him yet. <laughs> I might wait until there's like a really cheap like $3 one and like let him look it and see what happens. But like, <laughs> I'm not doing that for a 60 bucks. Oh God. Um, oh, there yeah. were reports like people kind of wanted StarCraft 2 on Switch, uh, but they were saying that putting Diablo uh, on the Switch is a lot easier. And actually, um, they're talking about Overwatch too, and Overwatch is feasible. But uh, but StarCraft Two is just too difficult to put on the Switch. There's just yeah, not it's, it's it's really it's really intensive. Yeah. And if you ever played StarCraft, like I don't know how that would go on the Switch. I mean, it's touchscreen, so I guess you StarCraft can kinda... on yeah. a Nintendo system? <laughs> Never. Ah, got him. Because things have happened in the past. Got him. Yep. Who could forget StarCraft sixty four with that god awful bog monster of a controller yeah. that I love dearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of god awful monsters and things that probably should have never made it to print or the internet, uh, there's a little Journalism. bit. Of, I, I really want to bring this up. I debated talking about this next talking point a lot, but I think ultimately it's a big part of kind of what's going on in our culture right now. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, uh, the game Dead Cells released. I think it was this week. And yeah. it, like, it was in early access for a really long time. I actually got it during early access. It's really fun. It's great. Uh, they added on the official release Twitch integration. It's just like a smooth game. It just feels right when you're killing things. It just it just feels really good. It's a Metroidvania style <laughs> game in which you play a blob <laughs> that takes over the rest of a corpse and you just go through and kill all the things you can for as long as you can until you die. Rinse, lather, repeat. It's amazing. IGN, or I should say a writer over at IGN, uh, pretty much copy and pasted the review for his review for Dead Cells. Yeah. From, from, from a YouTuber. From a YouTuber. And the YouTuber was just like, I think he released a video that was just like, IGN copied my review and I don't know what to do about it. And it took yeah. the fuck off. Dude, it, like, and he, he did he did a side by side of the IGN review, yeah. like, did, like did, did done by this person, and his review, which he put up months earlier, mm -hmm. and uh, and it was it was like verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much like verbatim, like the, the guy would be like, uh, "The Dead Souls offers a blah 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 blah," and then and then like he would he would hit, <laughs> and, and then, and then, <laughs> I'm a yeah. scat man, and then he would hit play on the IGN one. It's like Dead Souls offered a skeet about about skeet about it. was like the exact it's like, yeah. that's the exact same words. You can't do that. What the it's hell? It's like in school when they tell you that they can tell if you're going to be plagiarizing by putting it into a machine and they'll pick up all the buzzwords. It's like the dude used all the same buzzwords as the original YouTuber, but yeah. he just changed the smaller words like and, if, there, for, and but. And that's like, and he used like, 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 like different inflections. So, yeah. so it, it would seem, it seems as if like upon for further looking into this, uh, people were pointing out how this person like did it uh within their own within their own outlet so before they joined ign they had their kind of their own thing mm. um and apparently like yeah. they, they were doing it there but because ign's on on a, on a bigger scope like people were able to like find it out because it's fucking ign yeah. yeah yeah it was it was it was so ridiculous like and I, I felt sorry for for that guy it's like wow this this person at ign was just like oh crap i don't either have time or whatever the reason like found that YouTubers review and it was like I'm just gonna fucking take it yeah. and they probably thought they'd get away with it because apparently they were doing it before yeah but on like a lot own. of these have been resurfacing now where it's just like yeah they've it's like everyone's like yeah you did it to mine it's mine it's mine it's like I'm Spartacus and I'm Spartacus I am Spartacus he took mine and mine and me it's just like what the hell dude yeah so IGN's like oh we're we're sorry like holy crap and people were trying to like like I kind of felt sorry for IGN because like there's nowhere to kind of like proof like uh you know like a a video script 
that was stolen from yeah. another video. So if it was from yeah. like an, if it was from an article, they can run it through something and see if these same words were coming up. But it's from a video, so you know it's just people are like, hey man, don't they have like editorial pe- management in charge of like checking these things? It's like he took it from a video, not from an article. Well, isn't he an editor? Yeah, he is, but there's the supposed to be, but, but yeah. he's not like a head guy. Right. There's supposed to be people above you to approve it to put out to the world. So people yeah. are like, where, where, where is that managerial person to check this kind of stuff? And it's like, how are you supposed to check? She's supposed to go on like YouTube now and check videos, I guess. I guess that's what you have to do now. But you know, like I was, I was, I was siding with you know the IGN like management being like, oh, it's kind of hard to, you know, check for like theft from a video. You know what I mean? Like they never had to do that before. So well as far as we know, uh, to the public. But yeah. now I guess they're going to have to do that. Just look at the reviews, people who are writing stuff, people who are making like, the, the actual videos and crawl through the web for articles and, and now YouTube videos for, you know. And it sucks too because like, uh, but but, but there, there was there was like a server liner because the person who made the original video is in talks now with IGN that's to great. do stuff and things. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, oh wow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually a pretty good ending to that. The, yeah, the real kick in the butt of this whole thing is that it wasn't even a freelancer. It was a dude who's on the payroll. Like, if it was a freelancer, yeah. I could kind of see that. Be like, he's probably getting paid shit anyway, so what does he care? But it's someone who's, like, legit, try, like, got in there, for all we know, either, like, bamboozled the right people, or maybe he was, like, legitimate at that point, and, like, you know, who, just the pressure got to him. We don't know. The moral of the story is, dude got fired. Dude's not working there anymore. Uh, IGN took the, I guess, the proper steps, and I did read their, I'm not going to read it here, but I did read their, like, apology. Um, and it did seem like pretty genuine. They understand that this review for an indie game, nonetheless, like if it was for like Call of Duty, yeah. I'd be like, who fucking cares? Whatever. They all say the same shit all the time anyways. But for, like, <laughs> an indie game, that's like detrimental to the the yeah. cause. Yeah. You know? Like as, as big as this one is getting, it, it still it still hurts. And like people worked tirelessly on it, probably with very minimal pay, like below um, fucking even what like a dude at McDonald's is worth making. But I don't know. I don't know. I thought I thought it was, but, it was uh, kind of worth bringing. Dead up. Cells definitely a good game. Definitely, oh, fantastic! Definitely. Oh, oh, dude, it's a lot of yeah. When, when Greg, you were playing it, you were like, "Yo, took this game," and I was just like, "Ooh." Yeah. Oh, dude, it's wonderful. I'm I'm gonna start streaming again. I'm all, I definitely want to try the, the Twitch integration stuff because it's oh the Twitch integration yeah, there dude, with Dead it's, Cells. It's so much fun. It's like so uh, basic. This is, this is gonna turn into an ad to de- for Dead Cells right now. Uh, <laughs> if you buy it over, <laughs> if, if you buy it over at Humble, Humble Bubble, remember to use the link. Uh, yeah. and give us a little money. Um, anyways, so like you could put in the Twitch integration and there are chests that only chat can open so by typing in like Ooh. like keywords oh. like pow, bam, biff, like What? Biff, That's dope. Yep. You, you Batman can, 1996 Automata you say. <laughs> yeah, you can um, <laughs> type in pick me and you will take the form of a small white bird that will help out the streamer during the fight. Uh, if you want to like, if you have that to leave, you can hit resign, and someone else can get it, get a uh, get a turn. You can Ooh. also um, choose the next level for the streamer. You can also choose any handicaps for the streamer. If the streamer is getting uh, a little bit lost, not lost, like maybe he's losing or anything, there's a chance that you can heal him or not heal him, up to you or her, up to you. Uh, there's a lot of really cool Twitch integration stuff, and you could choose when they upgrade what stat gets upgraded. That's dope. So it's really fucking cool. And it, and it's all just through the chat, too. And it's all on a voting percentage basis. So click that link. <laughs> if it's on the Humble store, you, you can, you know, you can give us a little bit something. It doesn't cost you anything extra. If you're listening to this after it, the fact. It helps out charity. Yeah, it definitely helps out charity, too. You could choose what money goes where. It's wonderful. If you're, if you're listening to this after the fact, it'll be in the show notes for sure. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the main subject, Christopher Robin. And we're going to have Casey summarize the movie for us in like two oh, minutes. Oh, bother. Oh, uh, bother. So yeah. once upon a time, there was a young boy named Christopher Robin with such a vivid imagination mm-hmm. and an array mm-hmm. of stuffed mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. But none more famous. Mm-hmm. And I should stress this. He's round and he's fuzzy. I love him. Because he's Pooh Bear. Winnie the Pooh Bear. I thought you were going to say Dave for a minute. No. Well, I do love Dave for the same reason I love Winnie the Pooh. Nice. We're not too dissimilar. Yeah. Yeah, see? 
Well, I'm assuming all of us have a background in Winnie the Pooh from the Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. which was that late 80s yeah. through the 90s kind of mm-hmm. show. On channel, on yeah. ABC. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's our generation's Winnie the Pooh. It's just based, it's based on a book series from the 19th century. Um, and the author's name escapes me right now. But uh, it's been a, a cultural presence for over 100 years in Britain and the Americas. Yeah. Uh, but at least for us, it's a childhood memory of our entire lives. This film is very much in the vein of Hook, where it's uh, a child character, a, a franchise has sort of... They have a protagonist who's grown up and left this world of imagination and fun behind. And the crux of this movie is that to get through an obstacle he's currently dealing in adulthood, he needs to return to his past relearn some of the values that he was taught as a youth and it solves what's going on uh and of course adult christopher robin is played by none other than obi-wan kenobi himself with which is possibly uh, some of the best memes i have seen come out of the internet as of late yeah uh nothing really beats a hello there winnie the pooh with four arms and lightsabers i I, I saw i saw one that i like even better than that (laughs) I like the one where it's him on the countertop and he's looking down on oh, Christopher yeah. Robin. I have, and he the goes, I have the high ground. Oh, I saw that. That I died. I fucking. It's over Christopher. I have the high ground. I died. But yeah, I, I, def- I definitely like the hello there, General. <laughs> General <laughs> Kenobi. General Kenobi. <laughs> um, so, uh, by the way, uh, the original author's name is A.A. A. Milne. I should have known. It's yeah. uh, Alan Alexander Milne. Yeah. <laughs> well, this movie being Kingdom Hearts three, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Absolutely. Using, oh, dude, it'd be so dope. Like we're Winnie the Pooh with lightsabers. Ima- so a grim game is saying twist. Pooh is bitter that Obi Wan left. Plots his murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I chat. I'm gonna have no bad mouthing of Winnie the Pooh. That dude should be everyone's spirit animal. That's fair. He is chill. He goes with the flow. He enjoys the little things in life. He's pretty dumb. And like me, believes that doing nothing will eventually lead to something productive. Dude, he is. He is yes. the, the chillest Absolutely. bro you could ever hope for. Yeah. Like you're all stressed and stuff. He's just like, hey man, why are you stressing? Look, like, like life is beautiful, man. Like just, just relax. And eats, eats, and eat something. And like not only that, but like his, like his. His answer to problems are always so yeah. fucking yeah. simple. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Huh. Yeah. You know? Uh, what were your expectations going into this movie? Uh, I thought it... I knew it was going to be great from the start. Because it, you know, not to Did detract you? from any of the... Really yeah, of course. Great. Yeah. Uh, not to detract from the writers, directors, casting, anything... But when you make a, a movie that's so sort of thematically similar to something that's already a classic, again, like Hook, um, it was just a recipe for success. People are really fishing for this sort of older protagonist comes back to his roots kind of thing. Yeah. It's really trending, whether it's Wolverine or Mad Max. Like, it's just a, it's a win. It's a story that can't lose. At least I've never seen it done in a in a way where I'm like, this is bullshit. I hate this old crap trying to be new again. Uh, just give it time. They'll they'll overdo it, and you'll be saying that. You think you think I'll burn out on it? I think, yeah, I you're think probably, yeah, we'll I don't all know. burn out on it. Yeah, I, I really do. Well, anyway, I, I I thought it was a winning combination, and it was. Uh, I saw a lot of like mixed reviews coming out about it, but I'm like, this is right up my alley. It hits my nostalgia spot in every way. Yeah. Likewise, like I, I went in this movie thinking it was gonna be pretty good, if not at least enjoyable. Um, so I was hoping to get in. I, I knew it was gonna be a cry fest as soon as I saw the commercials and heard like Winnie the Pooh's voice. So I went in there like thinking like, oh, I can like go in with Jen. We can sit all the way in the back of the theater so I can cry and no one <laughs> can see me. Um, and the theater was fucking packed. Like we were sitting all the way in the front, looking up at like the screen. Wait, what? Um, you didn't reserve seats? I did. And basically, I didn't expect it to be so fucking packed, that one movie. Like, I knew people would bring their kids, but, I mean, people brought yeah. their fucking kids. Like, two that, parents which is like, 18 children. Wow. Like, but that's, I like, mean, interesting to me because, yeah. like, it's not – it's a children's movie for sure. But it's, like, if I were a kid, I'd be bored as fuck watching this movie. 
Yeah, I was I was, I I think was, I was just going to say, like, this movie is definitely for adults who grew up with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I don't see kids. Yeah. I mean, like, there were definitely there were kids in my theater, but I was just like, I don't see them being interested in Dude. this up until, up until maybe a certain point when it gets a bit lighter. But but I think this is definitely for adults who grew up with Winnie the Pooh and, and can definitely take the lessons that this movie was trying to tell you. You know, like uh, like yeah. like going to this movie, you can definitely see from the trailer and as like people in chat are pointing out, like it, it kind of has like a serious tone, and uh, it's not going to be this like like willy nilly like like s- silly old movie. It's not going to be like um, you know like your general like kids movie where there's like oh loud noises and everyone's over the top. Wow, mm-hmm. you know it's. I mean, you McGregor did a really good job. It was very very somber. Like he he was like you know this whimsical little boy who had to grow up. Yeah. You know, and he had to be like a practical. Yeah. He's basically like the, the father from Mary Poppins. Yeah. You know, like where he's Pretty just much. like just like like a curmudgeonly man. He has to run his household a certain way. His kids, ha- his kid has to has to do certain things. Just to study, go away to boarding school. Like he went away to boarding school, even though he didn't like it. But he's that's what he knew. That's what gave him structure. So he's like trying to do the best he can. Mm. Um, so it turned out well yeah, for it, me. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So so yeah, I don't, I don't see kids again. So, so I was telling friends of mine who do have kids. I'm like, uh, this is really like for us. It's not. I don't see them yeah. sitting there and really enjoying it. A couple parts, yes. Like when when the animals are really like getting into it, and you know, like 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 Tigger does his Tigger song, but uh, other than that, like it's it's really for for us as adults. But um, yeah, it, it's one, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where like legitimate. The only kids that were in the theater that I went to, even though I went to the local shithole at like if Super <laughs> Tuesday, um, <laughs> that's like my endorsement for the theater, the local shithole. <laughs> the local shithole. Uh, they legit <laughs> got out of their seats, and were walking around, they were so bored. Wow! Yeah. And like one of them came and sat next to me at one point, and I was like, oh. Pretty sure this is how I get arrested. This is weird. Yeah, I'm here by whole, myself. All this is that weird. needs to happen is she yells something, and I'm out. That's it. I'm gone. <laughs> I was glad. I was glad Jen went with me, just because one, I had someone yeah. console me. Um, but two, it's like I had kids sitting in front of me, mm-hmm. kids sitting back behind me. One kid, a couple kids to my right, and here my here's my big ass hotel yeah. popcorn. <laughs> Felix, and, and it's like, it's like this is. I'm glad I'm not by myself because this would look really, yeah, really Emily bad right too. now yeah. in the middle of all these Oh, kids. she did? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can give you guys a good reason why a lot of kids aren't attached to this movie. They didn't grow up with well, it. Well, not even that. I mean, you think about, oh, it's Disney. They probably release a Winnie the Pooh thing every couple of years to sort of keep it fresh in the minds of kids, right? Mm-hmm. The last no. big one that came out was... The Search for Christopher Robin? Half it was up? between 2007 and 2010. Was it The Search for Christopher Robin? No, it was called My Friends Tigger and Pooh, which it's it's the new it's only it's new content. They did uh, like clip shows on Disney Junior, like of cut up old Winnie the Pooh stuff okay. from the movies and what have you. Uh, but like, you know, we're going on eight years. That's a whole childhood. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Grim Gaming was pointing that out that uh, you know, like, like, like they didn't grow up with uh, with Winnie the Pooh, but the kids and adults who know of Winnie's uh, like cultural relevance, you know, would, would probably get into it. And that's true because like I don't think it like like Winnie the Pooh is relevant to, to kids today. You know, I don't even know if like if like like Mickey Mouse is maybe maybe they do because like no, kid, my friends kids know kids, who Mickey is. At least when I go yeah, when I go into no, Mickey's no, I'm pretty sure, but, but like yeah. but like like I have friends and family who have kids and like they they, they all and I always ask them like what they watch or what they're into, and it's never like any they watch stuff on Disney and Nick but it's never anything classic like what we had like like Winnie the Pooh so it's, it's it's like like the Loud House um, like different Power Rangers whatever different princess stuff but it's never like oh like uh, the, the Mickey the Mickey thing yeah I'm, I'm sure kids kids know Mickey but like do they watch like the shows they make now because yeah. I think there's there's like a Mickey thing on like on Disney Junior or something or whatever there's, they call it's it Mi- it's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is the main one yeah but that's for like yeah like infant like kid like babies yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah, get, get us on task here. Yeah, it was it was definitely a part of of, of my childhood. Uh, Winnie the Pooh was. Yeah. So I just, so so seeing this, I was like, oh, interesting. Growing up, uh, Christopher Robin being all adult, but still talking to his childhood. He uh, works in a luggage friends. factory. Yeah, he works in yeah. a luggage factory. If there was like a more like English and like <laughs> luggage factory. No, fuck that. I I knew this movie was dark when he went to World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, yo, this movie's going for it. <laughs> like, I didn't expect that at all. When he put on the uniform, I'm like, no, don't tell me. Dude, no, it was don't crazy. Tell me yeah, because I mean, it, it's, it's, it starts off all cool with like Christopher Robin like being the kid as we know him, like, like playing with all the animals. 
Um, and then it's like, okay, he has to leave. You know, it's just like this whole metaphor of him like leaving childhood and like this is this, this all wasn't forever. Even though like like, like Pooh wanted it to last a lot longer, uh, he had to go away. He went to, to boarding school, and then it and it was pretty cool how they were doing the fast forwards in his life. It was like the pages in a book, yeah. and it was just yeah. like, yeah, I thought that was really really well done. And then like we we fast forward and he's he's getting older and older, and then he goes to war. I was like, what? That's he's crazy. in war. And like how, how how heartbreaking it is, like every time like Pooh goes to the door, waits for him, and he's like not there. See, like yeah. there are very very few things that give me like the feels, and I find Winnie the Pooh is like a pretty surefire way of doing it because he doesn't comprehend. You see it in his face. You see it in those yeah. soulless eyes of his that he doesn't understand what's going on. Like he just thinks that Christopher Robin's going to come back and he's going to be a nine year old kid, and we know he's like in his thirties, in his forties. Like we know he's grown up. Um. And it's just very interesting, like... and What got me trembling in this movie was when he sees Christopher Robin for the first time and immediately recognizes him. He's like, how do you know it's me? I've yeah. changed so much. And he goes, you're the same right here. Like, no! <laughs> that, was so, that was so sad. It was what, so sad. What almost got me going is um, it was actually tore a little bit towards the end where uh, Pooh is talking to Evelyn. Was that his daughter's name? Yeah, uh, yeah, Madeline. Evelyn. I thought it was Evelyn. Is it Evelyn or Madeline? Isn't we're gonna we're gonna abridge it to Lynn for the sake of discussion. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Christopher Robin's daughter, and um, he was it's Madeline. He was His saying wife is Madeline, whatever. He was saying, um, you know, like he I think he quoted back Christopher Robin, nine year old Christopher Robin, to her, and she was like, "Well, who's did that?" And he's like, "Well, Christopher Robin did." And she's like, "That doesn't sound like my dad." And it's like all of a sudden, it's just like you kind of like realize that your parents were people before they had you. And it's just like yeah. all these realizations going to happen. And then like ah. whatever happens in the future for like little kids and like uh, any of us. And it's just like, it all just rolled into one big emotion. I don't know what that emotion is, but it rolled into one. And I was like, damn, that's deep. We're getting, we're going places. Dude, it's this, this movie gets, gets so deep. And it's almost like, like, like a cautionary tale of adulthood. Yeah. Cause like Christopher Robin yeah. just gets, he gets caught up in like being an adult in like, like in the forties, I guess. Um, and yeah, he works at this, War, this luggage. World grow up, man. Yeah, man. He works at this luggage factory, you know, uh, I've not luggage factory. This like l- l- luggage manufacturer. We're not, he's, he's like this, like managerial he's guy. Part of the he's the efficiency he, team. The efficiency. How boring the efficiency does that team. sound? He, he oversees the efficiency of luggage, the most boring adult thing you could ever think of. He's trying to cut costs, yeah. trying to make these things like uh, affordable, and he's, he's trying to like make make the uh, uh, you know the higher ups money while also like keeping his underlings employed. And he has he has to make this this presentation um, to to save the company because it's about to go under, or he has to fire a lot of people in his department or maybe his entire department. And then uh, you know his his daughter comes happens upon this little this little box he had as as the young Christopher Robin that he hid away and she found and he's like oh where'd you get all that stuff she she was like oh I didn't know you could draw yeah and like all these things that she didn't know about him this little box and he's just like well those are uh, flights of fancy that no longer applied to me and stuff and it was just so sad of like he was like looking back at this stuff like oh I did used to be like that huh. Uh, anyway, I can't think about that stuff now. Anyway, it was so sad because he kept repressing yeah. that he used to be a fun like person as a little kid. And as an adult, he has all this responsibility of like having all these people, their, their jobs and their livelihoods on his back. He has to take care of his, his hot wife and, and, his, and his, his cute little daughter. He has to take care and, of but, Peggy Carter. Dude, she like she was so good. She was really like, good. <sighs> Haley Atwell, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she, like, I, I, wish, I wish she was more so... Uh, used this movie than anything else because like whenever she would talk to Christopher Robin like she would drop these these little gems mm. like she would say some shit dude, yeah like, 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 like shit. he was talking about how you know they were supposed to go away for the weekend which is like a, a big big part of this movie and and he was like well I can't have to work in the weekend you know and it, it comes down to if I don't make this presentation if I don't find the money uh, for the company, I have to. I have, I have to fire these people who work for me. There's a lot of people who work for me. I have to make the company money, or they're going to fire me. So this all falls on me, and I have to take care of you guys, my wife and my daughter. And then you know, but this will all work out later on if I do all this stuff now. It'll work out later. And she was just like, or what? Like, what'll happen later on? We're, we're, we'll we'll have some life. She's like, life is happening now. It's in front of you. Hello. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> oh my god. 
That's cr- like, dude. I was I, like, I, I really like, like that really like that that really like like hit me because because like everyone that I was talking to a cork about this, everybody right now who's an adult, you know, that everyone's growing up because like uh, like you know sometimes we catch like 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 I, like I had a birthday I went to uh, the other week and I caught up with some people I haven't I haven't seen in a while. They're like, hey man, what have you been up to? And everyone's just like, just working. Pretty much yeah, uh, yeah. just working, and then you die. Yeah. And it's just like, oh man. And uh, and one of my other buddies is just like, oh yeah, but you know, like Surge has been going to conventions and like doing this and that, and like making you know, like streaming and YouTube. Like like what the f-? like I don't do any of that stuff. And I was like, you can do all that stuff too, man. Just you know, like whatever you're into, you have to do it now. As I remember, I know the Christopher Robin's wife. Three thing. of my co, three of my coworkers are quitting because of this movie. Damn. Wow. I shit you I shit you not. They're like, you know what? This movie's right. I want to be with my kids more this on the weekends. I quit. Wow. Damn. Yeah. That's profound. Three of them. And it's it's yeah. it's, it's deep and it, and it really hit because because she was just like life is happening now. You have this job, but you're saying if I do all this stuff now and it's always now, it's always the job. And and she and and she was telling Christopher Robin, she was like, like I, I didn't like you for your business acumen. That's not that's not why I fell for you. That's not why we had this kid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then he was joking around. He was like, was it my dancing? <laughs> nice. It was great. Uh, but but yeah, like she made a really 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 good point. Just like life is happening now. Like try to enjoy it now. And he was just like, he's like, what have I been doing this whole time? And then Winnie the Pooh is kind of like there, the innocence from his childhood brought back to kind of make him realize like, oh yeah, I used to enjoy myself and have fun and go on adventures. I don't do any of that anymore. Like what? Yeah, and he's just like, what's happened to me? And it's just like, wow, <laughs> you don't want to like get like to like that old where you have like, you know, all the, like all, you know, like a different life or like a wife and kid and stuff like that. And it's just like, have I been living life? Like that's really scary. <laughs> you right? know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was really like, funny like, every time, like he was describing his daughter to like Pooh and the gang. Right. And, uh, there she he was like yeah you know she does her work and they're like oh that sounds horrible and every time like they do that he's like no 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 she like she likes her work and it's like does she She though or does she just want to read treasure island all the time i know and he's just like wait a minute does she he's like questioning himself he's like wait yeah does she (laughs) like his stuffed animal friends are bringing it up wait a minute i've been living a lie this whole time yeah what did you guys uh take away from this movie uh God, <laughs> very, very, very sore eyelids. Yeah, I mean, um, it didn't hit me as hard as it, I think it hit Dave. I, I think. Uh, well, I'm an emotional. I, I know that. <laughs> Dude, well, you so know this. At, at, this is a little behind the scenes at the wedding. Um, Emily and I were like, "All right, who's oh, gonna no. cry first? And I'm like, "Fuck if I'm not, I'm not gonna cry first. <laughs> Fuck kidding me if you met me." And she's like, "You're gonna shed a little something." I go, "I don't, I don't think so." I was like, "You're definitely gonna cry first, Emily." Fucking Dave cries first out of everyone. <laughs> And I looked, I looked during at her. Your, I was like, well, during your it. reading, yeah, it's like during the reading. I was like, oh, I guess that's. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? Because yeah, when Dave was crying, like you, you looked at Emily, yeah. and you, you, you guys kind of had like a head yeah. nod kind of thing. I was just like, wait a minute, this feels right. Are they having fantasy wedding? Do they have? Do they have a point system <laughs> in place for what's happening? All right, who's gonna cry first? Mm, okay, you know, you know. Oh, didn't call that. <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> Always a surprise at every turn. Um, but like, I don't know. Like this movie, I watched it. I enjoyed it. This movie was good um yeah i'm glad i went on super tuesday kind of deal like to pay the five dollars i think it was very like like disney knows what they have with winnie the pooh they know oh, the yeah. nostalgia they know the emotion that it's going to incur and a lot of times it just kind of felt um i don't know it, it felt like a little forced for me from time to time where it's like all right oh. of course he's gonna do this of course he's gonna get all sticky and he's gonna have to like you know, get like taken care of like a child. Of course, he's going to say something really profound and deep without meaning to. I know these things are going to happen. It got me choked up a couple times. I'm not going to lie, but I kind of foresaw that coming. There wasn't any surprise in there mm. for me. I knew what I was getting into. I got everything that I knew I was going to get into and nothing more. And I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, a, a very good thing, though, was the voice acting. Oh, oh yeah, my absolutely. God. So he, Jim Cummings killing it. Dude. 30 years gone. Here's the thing about the, the voice acting, too. I just want to bring up very quickly. Um, they got, obviously, the original voice of Pooh, right? They got and good Tigger. old Jim. Yep. And Tigger. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be Tigger, though, for, at first. They had Chris O'Dowd uh, from the IT crowd originally cast as Tigger, and it tested so oh, wow. poorly they had oh. Jim Cummings come in and re re-record all of the dialogue for Tigger with the official Tigger voice, which is interesting because if you look at all of the oh, other friends, great. none of the original cast have come back 
Like I was half expecting yeah. um, Optimus Prime. Well, I know Piglet's voice actor isn't alive anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there there are things like that that's gonna happen. Uh, I'm assuming like some Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett as Eeyore was was oh, dude, top so though. good. Yeah. Oh, but I, I I love Eeyore. He, he was, was so great, good. but like Optimus Prime was the original voice, and Optimus Prime is still out there, still alive. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. I someone did not. didn't watch the toys that made us on Netflix. Uh, apparently not. But yeah, that's the original voice. What the hell? I can't remember his name right now. Peter Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen was the original voice of Peter ER. Cullen. And now if you go back and watch those old Winnie the Pooh, you'll hear it. It's all you can hear. Can't, can't yep. unhear can't Optimus un-hear Prime. Um, but no, I agree. Brad Garrett crushed it. Although sometimes I heard Lobo. I just heard like a sad Lobo. <laughs> time to time. The main man's here and he's really depressed. <laughs> the main man <laughs> wants a drink. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this picture uh, Ray Romano's brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. 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 <laughs> Everybody loves him. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta love someone. Might as well be Raymond. Yeah. How the uh, uh, the, the overall uh, story work out for you guys? I thought I thought it was interesting. It, it did drag for yeah. me. Uh, a lot of this movie there was there was a lot of like like dead space and. I don't know, yeah. like it's especially okay. So when Christopher Robin like first went back to the Hundred Acre Wood, it was like him wandering around a lot. It's probably some smart fucking metaphor or some shit. I was like, all right, there's a lot of wandering around. Yeah. I get a lot of him just like yelling at Pooh. Like I was like, oh god, what is this? this is kind of dark right now. There are kids in this theater. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I think really that was weird. like the point of it to show like what he's become. Like he's no longer like the the bright little kid that he used to be, mm-hmm. and just like well, like how... we've, we've already seen it in all the scenes, like leading yeah. up to we, it. We don't like, need between the more. war. We've we seen him with uh, with with uh, with his with his wife and his daughter. It's like it's like you can see it in all, all the scenes. I mean, like when he's reading, uh, like when his, when his daughter's like, "Oh, can you read me a bedtime story?" And she was like picking out a book, and he was just like, I, "I love that he picked out like whatever it was like a book from like her studies," yeah. and like he loved it. He was like, "Oh, the Victorian era. Oh, this is a great one." <laughs> So like, boring. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so good because he's a man of, of uh, you know, he's a businessman. Yeah. Like, oh, what a lovely book. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the Victorian era. Uh, yeah. like, what? He's such a fart. And she's like, um, I'm actually kind of tired now. Are you sure? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then you, and then he walks out and you see her turn the light back on as if she's going to read what she wanted to yeah. read. I was like, oh, it's so soul crushing. So. Yeah, and then and then and some other stuff happens. The conversation with his wife happened. You know, this is not why I married you. All this other stuff, and then and then he finds Pooh, and then he goes back to the Hundred Acre Wood, and and so so I so I thought it was kind of redundant that they're doing this whole thing with like him going around, stumbling around, lo- lo- looking for the rest of the characters, yeah. and 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 yelling at Pooh. I was like, all right, we already know he's not Christopher Robin, and he doesn't believe in all this stuff again. He's wrapping his mind around it. Like cut to him finding the rest of the characters because he's starting to remember them in his head. Yeah. Like also the fact that. These characters aren't his imagination. They're real. Dude, that, that yeah. fucking tripped me up because I thought for what? sure that no one else was going to be able to see them. And then they pulled that whole yeah. everyone can see him. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, because the whole point was like was like childhood and imagination yeah. and a whole metaphor for it all. Just like, kidding. That's... It's a parallel world with sentient stuffed creatures. Yeah. Fucking like, what the, creepy. Which, which makes it... Which makes it like even more messed up that he left them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that he just left them there. Like, what? And, and everybody who's like saw them talk was like, oh. You saw it too. The bear, the bear talked, right? And there was a duck. You know, we, no, we didn't see anything. No, what are you talking about? Yeah, he talked. He moved. You saw it too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like going crazy yeah. when they see it. And like, and like, uh, because Robert's like, you can't just say hi to everybody, Pooh. Oh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, I love how aggravated he was getting and how like innocent Pooh was. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, oh, a balloon. Christopher Robin can I have a balloon. He's like, no, it's cried. Like, like, you can't have a balloon. Oh, but I would like one. But he was making me happy. very like, happy. <laughs> it's a trap. Like, I'm happy to have a travel balloon. It's like, well, all right, fine. <laughs> he's like, all right, fine. I like one. Like, uh, what color? He's like, oh, red. Yeah, uh, 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 red. Uh, it's me talking. Yeah, not uh, the, anyway, he's like, oh, thank you for loving it. This is great. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, it's ventriloquism. Yeah, getting what them to pl- getting them all to play dead. I think was like nap time. The They're playing nap time. I love They're how it, it like he struggled so much with getting Pooh to play nap time, and then his daughter's like nap time, but they all boom right off the bat. Yep. He's yeah. Like, Whoa. Hey. I, I, th- I think because we're herpes, since she is a kid, they're like, oh, they're like, oh okay, like, we're a playing. Girl, okay, game, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, As opposed to him, they're just like, ah, oh, we don't know, because Rob used to be, uh, used to be dead. The part, the part that fucked me up a lot is when they thought he was a heffalump. Yeah. yeah. Like, He's that like, was, a heffalump. 
like, but it was like sad. It's like holy shit. That's what Heffalump and Woozles are. They're just fucking adult. They're adults. You know. Yeah. Adults exactly that, have that is. Yeah. No adults with no imagination, no happiness, and that's what he was. He became a fucking Heffalump. Or a Woozle. You know. Or a Woozle. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it was like they like, don't recognize him. Like, look at his nose. He's so ugly. If we don't move, he won't see us. <laughs> I love that. Like he's a T Rex. Like a space time movement. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there are a couple. Like, I agree with Serge. There's a couple scenes that just dragged on too long. There's a couple scenes that are unnecessary. Him falling into the pit, like not really necessary. Yeah. What the, what the hell was but that I think, about? I think it's and really like, trying to like, reinforce the imagery that he's a heffalump now because he fell into a heffalump trap. But like yeah. we already uh, fucking got that. Yeah, like the adults already know he's the heffalump. Like, and like he just like stayed there until that hole just filled up with yeah. water, and he kind of floated to the top, and his papers were fine. I, I don't know, uh, whatever. It's like, what? Okay, that kind of went on for a while. Yeah, and then like him, him defeating the heffalump. I thought that was nice, but it kind of went on for too long. Yeah. Um, but it definitely could have like snipped down some, which is why like I'm just like I don't know if kids would be into this because a lot of it's like slow burning. Yeah, it's a lot of slow burn in this movie. Yeah, it really um, was. Yeah, it's definitely definitely for 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 the. I adults. really don't think it's for them. It's not. It's yeah, I really not. don't think so either. It's it it's like was. Hook, man. Hook isn't a kids movie either. Yeah, but Hook has enough like imagery to grab a kid's attention because like, I yeah, I, like, we were kids when that movie came. Yeah, out. yeah you we were kids. The, you have the whole food fight. thing. You have food fight. You have. But action. then you also have like this weird subplot where Tinkerbell is in love with Peter. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets a little weird really a fast. Murky. And... <laughs> That's I like the only part of that like, movie I don't like. Like, 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 Hook is like one of my favorite. Like, I played that VHS tape out. Yeah. Like, I wore that thing out. Like, Listen, I have the sword of Pan. It's dude. Spielberg at his finest, dude. Yeah, it was one of my, my, my yeah. So like, I don't, I don't even talk about like it's not a kids movie. It's one of my favorite kids movies of all time. It just doesn't. I just feel like there's too many. It, it's more. It's meant for an adult so audience. I, like, I, I think he. he I, I don't I know think about that. He, like, you can tell that like. Hook has it, it's like a lot of kids movies there's adult parts for it but like the kids don't really yeah. get it and then like the adults yeah. get it and, and it's there for them right I think Pooh kind of misses out and Christopher Robin kind of misses out on that whole thing where it's just it's for adults they don't really have a lot of that like fun stuff for kids to really grab them for a long period of time they just like it's a little bit sprinkled in there but the ratio is just off that's all that's yeah. that's all I, I think it is plain and simple um, I want to know who is your favorite Winnie the Pooh character as a child. Oh, God. Winnie the Pooh, hands yeah. down. What about you, Casey? Uh, Tigger. What about you, Serge? You, you, Damn it. you would, I, I was out of you or Serge. When you guys, mine, mine was, yeah. mine was Tigger as well movie? as a child. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I fluctuate between like, like, Tigger and Eeyore. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely like Tigger number one and then, uh, then Eeyore. Mine was always Tigger, hands down, number one. Now, as an adult, fucking can't stand the guy. Get out of here! Oh my god, <laughs> he's like too fucking much. too much. Listen, At watching yeah, this yeah, movie, like, in, in this movie, he was such he an was asshole. way it's too like... much in this movie, and he caused yeah. all the problems. Any problem that he could have caused, he did. Period. And he was the only one with with, with, with the song. Like even Eero was just like, "Don't, do yeah, him. don't get him he's started." Like, all right, Tigger song. Yeah. Here we go. It's all about me. It's like Damn as me. an adult, and especially in this movie, Eeyore rocked it. Eeyore fucking crushed yeah. it. <laughs> Eeyore hits us all as adults on an emotional level. Yeah. <laughs> every time you don't want to wake up in the morning, uh, every time you don't want to go to work. Gotta go to work. It's inevitable. Go just go I'm just floating down the river. Float. Up the heffalumps got me. It's just hey, like Greg, a heffalump. Great, good job today. Thanks for Thanks noticing. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> I had my I had my review today at work. And I kind of felt like going. Doesn't matter if you say I did a good job or I did a bad. <laughs> we all know we this all is know a farce. Just a You're gonna <laughs> give it to the manager's kid. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine who told me like the only times review ever matter, and he he was a carpenter. Yeah. He said the only time a review ever matters, a good job matters, is when you do the job right or do it wrong, because everyone can see it. As you a know, carpenter, that's great. He goes, if you do, a, if he goes, if you if you if you do floors and you do a floor bad, everyone knows. And if you do a floor well, and they say good job, well, it's a it is a good job. You put your heart and soul into it. You know. Yeah. He goes, your review is your work. That's the only time it matters. Any other time, it's complete bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine like a review at like at like um, McDonald's or something, like someone who just works at Fire Later and does the burgers, and the review comes <laughs> up like, hey man, so your review is, uh, I want to step in my office, we're going to do a review. It's like, who gives a shit? This person like, doesn't want to be yeah. there, and you're going to do a review. It's like, hey man, so yeah, so last week uh, the fries were kind of, kind of a, bit, a bit too brown, <laughs> not, not, not too oh, golden. Oh no. 
Please don't fire oh, me from my no. minimum wage job. <laughs> yeah, imagine like, like McDonald's like, like review. Like that person doesn't want to be there. I've definitely Come not on. been looking for an excuse to leave this place. Don't <laughs> do it. Or like a Hooters girl or something. It's like, hey, uh, Jenna, your review is coming up. Just uh, come to my office. So, uh, yeah. So the other day, uh, you gave some sass back to a customer. So we, I just want to talk to you about that. It's like, she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> She's working. She doesn't, she doesn't want to be there. <laughs> That's not her end goal. Like, who gives yeah. a shit? Like, just Jennifer Aniston. You're not wearing enough flair. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I love that. You're not wearing enough flair. Just uh, look at me. <laughs> Do you want me to wear the minimum? Well, what, what movie was that with the flair? Do you want me to wear the same amount as Flairly? You just got to let me know. <laughs> uh, well, there, what movie was that with the flair? Like, I don't think you were in a flair. Like, That's like, office space. Yeah, yeah. Like, the other employee had, like, all this, like, shit on yeah. their desk. Oh, it's so it's good. Fucking brand. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love it. Love it. Uh, speaking of things we, things we love, it's time to mention the old secret question. Secret question. All right. So tonight we talked about Christopher Robin. Uh, we talked about all the feels, the childhood memories. Talked about some, uh, I guess, some epiphanies about life and work in general. Um, what I want to know, this is actually inspired from um, Adam Guy from the chat. I saw him mention this, and I just have to bring it up. Okay. Disney made this movie. Disney now owns the MCU. I'm going to say that Winnie the Pooh is canon in the MCU, and you got to fit him in there somehow. Hmm. I fucking got really excited, because he here's what Adam said in the chat. In the chat, he was there when Cap KO'd Hitler in the first film. Ah, like I can just think of like it. Christopher Robin in the background as Captain America's doing all this awesome Captain America shit in a montage. Ah. Christopher Robin's just like one of those like <laughs> no-name soldiers that's just there. So you guys got to fit any one of the characters from That's Christopher dope. Robin into the MCU. Yeah, because he was in the yeah. world. Oh, yeah. That's pretty dope. Uh, we're going to start what, literally every... Oh, Casey. Casey's moving the most. I have a good one for... <laughs> well, they own Fox now, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm, I'm saying Tigger is a product of the Weapon X program. <laughs> <laughs> because they're they're yeah their 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 tops are are hard and rubbery but their bottoms are soft and springy which i can only imagine has to do with some kind of mutant <laughs> bioengineering experiment <laughs> to create the world's most deadly animal they, they took everything that wolverine is not and created a, a creature out of it He's like X99. <laughs> like, this is what happens when you, like, broil Wolverine down to, like, his his most unknown bits. What, what if he's just an amalgamation of Sabretooth and Wolverine, and it becomes the happiest, <laughs> most cheery, most annoying creature ever? <laughs> that, that's now where, he that's where all the happiness went from the two of them. It went into that creature. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the joy. He's the anti-berserker. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. What happens when he goes into a berserker rage? He just bounces oh. incessantly. He's like a human pinball, like speedball. You wouldn't even be able to see him bouncing all over the walls. That's wonderful. I wonder if there were any of the Pooh characters in the first Ant-Man movie where he was, uh, we had the fight scene like in his daughter's room. Ooh. There was like oh, stuffed yeah. animals and stuff. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if there was like, like a Winnie the Pooh there or, or, or something. Ooh. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah. That'd be weird to work him in there. Just like have him like as Easter eggs. Yeah. Dave. So we, we have... Uh, the collector re the collector rebuilds his collection. He starts off with Eeyore. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a sentient creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. I give you. Is that one of those you, infinity gems? A sentient stuffed animal. <sighs> I must have it. I must have Magnificent. it. <laughs> I wouldn't breathe too heavy. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> bathe today. Just warning you. Uh, hmm. I would say that... Uh, the realm that Winnie the Pooh is in is one of the nine realms, and uh, Thor, oh <laughs> Thor has been there as as well. And actually, I'll even take it a step further, and I'll say, um, fuck, oh, I can't remember his name right now. Idris Elba's character. Oh, Heimdall. Uh, Heimdall has just Heimdall. been watching Winnie the Pooh this whole time. <laughs> been spying on that realm watching the shenanigans that have been going through and when he got like the reason why he got so like 
gruff and disheveled when they like said he was a fugitive is because he just couldn't watch Winnie the Pooh anymore and it changed him. Nah, yeah, uh, like like he, can, he, like he saw Kirk Christopher Robin. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, and it just like he like he saw all those events happen. He's just like, oh man, and he couldn't stop any of it. <laughs> and what's the point <laughs> of anything Robin really now? Leave those sentient creatures behind, and then and then he came back with his family, and he was just like, oh, silly old bear. Here, have some. Uh, have some I, I would just love to see Loki in that realm and like Loki have a conversation with Eeyore. And I, I really want to see Tom Hiddleston just say silly old bear as Loki. <laughs> silly old bear. That would be wonderful. Um, oh, man. And with that, everyone pretty much went, right? We had the Easter eggs. We had yeah. Weapon X. We had, I forget what Dave's was. Oh, the, the collector. collector. That's right. And we have just being in a, a different realm. And with that, that is officially all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 156. <laughs> I want to go ahead and just take a, a brief moment really quickly and kind of thank everyone that joined us in the chat here live at twitch.tv. Yeah, yeah. uh, Thursday nights. It's you guys. Uh, we hit the live button at 10. We usually go on a little bit uh, after that. Um, we're going to go ahead and thank, um, of course, uh, Misery for coming in with that Twitch uh, good old subscription gives a little extra pocket cash. With that sub, super appreciate. What the fuck is of up? course, uh, she star came in here a little bit earlier. I uh, should absolutely go check her at twitch.tv uh, forward slash she star c h i i s t. Who also dropped her sub also dropped us as, a well. sub as well. This has uh, been a really really good night. Always, uh, Soul Ghetto Guy Adam. Uh, thanks for joining in and inspiring the secret question uh, this week. Rurutu came in. Grim best. Gaming was in there. I saw participating in chat. Uh, and of course, everyone who was just kind of in lurk mode and not participating in chat. We appreciate you coming in. We appreciate you hanging out. Uh, we appreciate you yeah. dealing last week with the internet issues that we had and no internet issues this week. He says his internet issues probably arise after jinxing it right at the end. Um, <laughs> as always, you can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, and right here at twitch.tv slash backyardyfunky. Uh, remember, please, 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 we, I know we got a new review in over on the Apple Podcast app, and we, whoever that was, really appreciate you doing that, taking the time. Uh, just go ahead and give us a rating over on there. That stuff actually matters a lot to us and, and really helps us out a lot. That doesn't cost you literally anything. You just hit the five star if you feel that we've earned that five star, and we would fucking be eternally grateful for that we're also over on google play soundcloud of course uh iHeartRadio, and now spotify which took a lot of work and a lot of waiting to get done we're very yeah. prou uh, proud and happy about that uh until next week we'll see you next time or we will see you another time we love you Winnie the pooh good night